Thank you all for having us. Um, Miss Littleton couldn't be here this morning, so she asked me to come and bring the ladies with us. Um, thank you all for having us. Um, just a quick um, history of the Home of Grace. If you all don't know, um, Miss Littleton founded the Home of Grace um, 40 years ago. We just celebrated this or in the month of November, 40 years of service. Um, the Lord called her 40 years ago um, to start taking women into her home that were addicted to drugs and alcohol. Miss Littleton, she's 86 years old. She's spirit-filled. She's precious. I mean, if you've ever met her, you'll never meet anybody else like her. But um, her, she grew up in a home with an alcoholic father. And so she was, um, you know, around that growing up. So that's where, um, you know, she just got the, the love for women that was addicted to drugs and alcohol. Um, and so she closed down her daycare center and she started taking women into her home. And it grew rather large, rather quickly. So then they bought this property um, right over here in 8 Mile. Um, and if you've never had a chance to come out and see our property, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, so I brought with us this morning some of our ladies from the Home of Grace. They're always excited to be able to share what the Lord done in their life. Um, Hillary, you want to start us off? I'm going to let them come up and just give you all a quick testimony of what the Lord's done, okay? He was there through it all, so he's going to be there with her now. Amen. Good morning, everyone. I'm Hillary, and this is my son, Bryson. Um, this is my second time giving my testimony in front of anyone, so y'all bear with me, please. Um, I've wrote some stuff, and, and then I'll go from there. Um, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to start by telling you a little bit about my past, and then I'll tell you about where I am now. I was always missing something as a child all the way through my adult years. My parents were divorced by the time I was two. My mom was a member of Church of Christ and had me in church every time the doors were open. My dad, on the other hand, was very abusive. I got beatings on a regular basis. I lived in constant fear, which caused me to rebel. I acted out in anger, self-mutilation, and active addiction. By 13, I was smoking weed and drinking alcohol. As the years progressed, other drugs were introduced to me, such as ecstasy, acid, and cocaine. By the age of 16, cocaine had become my primary drug of choice. It became an everyday, all-day event. When I was 16, due to my lifestyle, I was put in a terrible situation and was raped. At age 18, my mother died, and I was introduced to meth. By age 22, I was in full-blown addiction to meth and pregnant. I had a little girl, but due to my addiction and my extensive stays at the county jail, I lost her to my grandmother. Soon after, my life continued to spiral downhill. I got busted trafficking meth and served a year in jail with nine years probation. I failed to comply with the rules. I couldn't quit getting high. I was very hopeless. Um, I got pregnant at 24, and I had an abortion. When I didn't think I could get any further in my addiction, I started heavily using the needle to escape from reality. At age 26, I became pregnant with my son. Um, during this time, I got in more trouble with the law and ended up in drug court. I, again, could not comply with the rules and was sentenced to inpatient rehab. It was a 12-month program, and it took me 14 to complete it. When, it. when it was time to graduate, I had nowhere to go, and I was still hopeless and missing something. Throughout my 14-month stay at rehab, I had been reaching out to my family. My praying cousin, Misty, um, said the Lord laid it on her heart to help me. She had heard about the home of grace and knew that it was for me. If only I was willing to be helped, she was ready to do it. Through talking to Misty and her husband, Matt, I was led to Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. I didn't have much faith in these words at the time and no understanding at all. 
Um, shortly after this, I came to the home of grace and Jesus touched me. I was baptized on April 14th and graduated the program in May. I am now currently living in the graduate dorm. I work a full-time job. I get my son regularly and I attend church every chance I get. I do daily Bible studies and devotionals. Also, God is in the process of restoring my family. Recently, I've had the opportunity to see my little girl. I was even invited to her birthday and I had the best time. Um, not only has God touched me, but he's begun to touch my family as well. For about the last five Sundays, my grandmother, daughter, and uncle have been to church. I'm so thankful to God for his faithfulness. His word says he would never leave me nor forsake me. I thank the Lord every day for filling the void that I was missing throughout my life. Um, my main point that I'm trying to get across here is that I've been through a lot, a lot of drug use, abuse, um, abuse from my father, as well as every boyfriend I've ever had since I was about the age of 16. Um... Now I have a relationship with the Lord, and I give him all the glory for all his many blessings. Thank you. Good job, Hillary. Um, as I was, was, we was doing praise and worship, the Lord just kept dropping in my spirit freedom. Freedom, freedom. Our ladies, and then even some of you, if you've ever struggled with any kind of bondage or addiction or a divorce, or if you've ever just been wrapped up in a bad situation, just when you truly have freedom from it, it's amazing. There's nothing else that compares to that. Um, Rebecca, you want to come up? I'm nervous, so hold on. My name's Rebecca. I'm 38. Um, I come from a very abusive, dysfunctional family. My father was an alcoholic. God was unheard of my whole life. I started using drugs, well, and drinking, smoking weed, and taking Xanaxes and stuff when I was about 13 years old. Then I, about six, when I turned 16, I quit school and started working. And then I started drinking heavily. Started doing cocaine, smoking weed a lot. Then I got pregnant, got married to a very abusive man, and it was awful. Still did not know God. My family quit having anything to do with me. Then he went to prison, and I started doing pills, morphine and oxys, and shooting them. My sister introduced me to the needle. Then I met this man, and I was introduced to meth. And that led me to prison. The first time I went to prison for two years, that done no good. Within a week after me getting out, I was back shooting dope again. So I went back to prison for three years. Went to the restitution center, so that's three years and seven months more out of my life. My parents had had my children. I thought I was doing a good thing by them for giving them to my mom and dad. So I got out and I was doing good. I stayed away from everybody, stayed away from the drugs. Was heavily and very active in the AA. So taking care of my mom, she was real sick at the time. So then I started drinking. I was just tired and just felt overwhelmed. I never thought in a million years there was anything wrong with alcohol because it was legal. Then I realized I had a problem. My mom passed a little over a year ago. That's when I realized I had a problem. 
I couldn't quit. My job started going downhill. My kids, my oldest son, they quit having anything to do with me. My 16-year-old was in our treatment center. And then I had a couple of suicide attempts. And I asked God, everybody kept, my friends, a couple of my friends kept saying, go to Home of Grace. I was like, no, I don't want nothing to do with God. They're going to force God down my throat. I don't want nothing to do with that. So after my last suicide attempt, I I woke up in the hospital. I said, all right, God, I guess that's what I'm going to do. So I called my dear friend, Erica. I said, I need help. She said, okay. So I went to the home of grace, and I was sick, and I thank God for that sickness that it put me through. I'm sorry. She led me to the Lord a couple weeks after me being there. And my family still had nothing to do with me. And it's been a struggle. And then they told me that my dad was dying of cancer. And I have y'all know that I helped lead my dad to the Lord. And I've now had that gift. I've talked to my kids about God and the Bible. And I pray for them every day. And I know in my heart that my dad, when his time comes, he will go to heaven. And I love the Lord and the home of grace and everything everybody's done for me.